All right, so my podcast this evening is with Melissa Alvera, uh, Dr. Melissa Alvera. So we're going to talk about um, something that I find super interesting. Melissa thought it might not be interesting, but I I really think it is, and that's um, higher education. And there's such like a weird thing, like almost like a stigma with that now. Like, you know, people want their kids not to go to college and stuff like that, which Mm -hmm. I'm like, listen, if we set the bar here and then you don't you know i didn't go to college i mean i did some college but like i was a general contractor and i Mm -hmm. understand that there's a lot of money that can be made without a college degree if you're ambitious and you work hard but you know if you're a smart kid and everything else let's like you know try and make the world a better place and everything else and i mean the world needs bricklayers and ditch diggers no doubt absolutely but if you can be a you know astro engineer, let's do that then because you know you shouldn't dig ditches and waste your talent on on that. Um, so, what you did from what I read in your bio was that you this was everything in night school and stuff like that. So for the most part, so I, I can fill you in a little bit on the backstory there. So I graduated as you know yeah. a year after you. So I graduated in 1990 and I had a good grades, good student, had a scholarship to Joliet Junior College for my first year there, Okay, which is awesome. Yeah. And, you know, I I feel like back then it was, okay, push, 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 college, no problem, but life happened. Life happens. Um, We had some personal tragedy. I actually lost my first child to SIDS. Oh, wow. So I had, it was, I didn't get along with my family. At that time, uh, we had the typical blended family, the typical blended family issue. So I moved out. Uh, It was kind of a weird, it was just a whirlwind of a year, to put it mildly. So uh, long story short, 1991, bad year. Had to drop out of school, and it was one of those things I didn't see anywhere on the horizon. When am I going to go back? Right. You know, I mean, let's be honest, back then, anything online wasn't even... Oh no! Thought of thing, you right. know. So now wait, wait. You didn't have in 1991. You didn't have a kid already. Oh, you did. I did. So what okay. had happened was it was like bam, bam, bam. Yeah. I had a series of events. So what happened was actually I was doing really well at, at JJC. Things happened at home, and my family life was not that great. So I decided to move out. I moved out of district, which that's a big no-no. So if any kid listening if you're listening don't ever do that we've got a district in from joliet yeah okay out of right. dis, out of district from jjc but i only had about three weeks left in the school year okay so their thing was i had my scholarship yanked when i moved oh, because geez. i wanted to divert a drop notice but they changed my address on everything so then they're like well you owe us a thousand dollars now or we're going to drop all of your schedule so then insult to injury they didn't drop all of my schedule they dropped all of my classes except one and took my gpa down lower than i have ever had it so that was such a devastating blow yeah right. at 18 almost 19 you find out they're taking your scholarship they want money from you they're going to drop your entire schedule well i can't come up with a thousand dollars so hey 
drop my schedule and I'll just pick up when I can. Yeah. Well, so then, of course, at that point, right after all of this happened, then I found out I was pregnant, had my baby in that September. I ended up getting married, actually, that year, too. Okay. So I got married, had the baby, and then eight weeks, well... No, sorry, I take that back. Seven weeks later, we lost him to SIDS. Oh, wow. So then you're dealing with, at nine, not even, well, almost 19 years old, you're dealing with hospital bills, cemetery bills, all these things yeah. in your life. And you're thinking, holy cow, how am I going to dig out from that, right? That's right, huge. I mean, life lesson, totally a life lesson. I mean, I learned a lot about myself during that time and how strong of a person I actually am. Yeah. So that's awesome. You know. I always say that you can never, you, you know, like the people that, I think it's great when someone has a life that they have this blessed life where they just, you know, charmed life where they go through it and nothing really goes wrong and everything else, but you don't build any character and you're not, mm-hmm. you haven't done anything. Like you're not, that's not impressive. No. I, mean, I don't care what kind of money you make. That's still oh, not impressive. Totally. Right? It's the obstacles you overcome that, that right. make the you know person. So then spent some time digging out from all of that um, we decided to have another child so my daughter Ashley she actually lives in Wisconsin she's almost 26 eek yeah, why? <laughs> so you know life happened life happened just keep going keep fast forwarding and then I really didn't get to jump back into any educational development of any kind until my employer sent me to some Microsoft Excel classes some word classes when I was working up north so I went to Harper College for a little bit, picked up a few classes there, just basic classes to get you get you enough knowledge to be dangerous in those programs. And yeah. then I just kind of, I kind of figured out, hey, I missed doing the learning thing. So I was like, well, wow, when am I going to get an opportunity to do this again? Don't know. Life continues to happen. Other yeah. stuff happens. Keep rolling with it. And so really, like I said, I was just working this job, working this job. It was you were stuck in that grind and I so couldn't, now, figure why, it, why, couldn't figure out the reason to go back to school was just because you missed learning or because you were looking for a job that you thought you could get more money at or all of the above okay right, yeah right, I mean right. in all honesty I felt like gosh you know, for me college wasn't a thing just because I pretty much came out of high school started working construction <laughs> and the company I was working for we were we were like it was insane we were working 82 hours a week and wow. I was making like 11 12 dollars an hour at that time but that was a huge amount of money mm-hmm. way back then and i didn't you know i never looked at school like oh my god like i don't i have no time in my life to do anything right so here i am just cashing my paycheck every friday and everything else so i just went on like that and then i started my own business and there was a lot more money obviously mm-hmm. made then so college just wasn't a thing when i got injured though i really was like I really wished I would have done something. And then mm-hmm. probably seven or eight years after I got injured, I was like, you know, I should have like really put something into going long term for like a big degree, you know, like a master's or something like that, because it would have occupied my brain at the time. And it would have been something that I, you know, could have gotten a job in that field mm-hmm. as far as that goes. I don't know what it would have been. I mean, I like to argue but I don't know if I could sit there <laughs> through law school or anything like that. But So do my kids. But right. so, no, you know, I think what happened for me was that scaffolding of jobs. I kept getting more experience, more experience, but I kept hitting a wall because I didn't have an education. So, I mean, after during that time in my life, let's say I worked at Genghis Formal Wear. I worked at Payless Shoes. So I did a lot of retail. Yeah. My first transition into like an office environment, I, I told 31 plumbers where to go every day for three and a half years and I did that and then I finally got 
kind of into an office job where we were using computers at that point, you know, doing order entry, those kinds of things. And I was fascinated. I love computers. My brother actually uh, started building computers and he lived in Ohio at the time. So he says to me, he says, I'm not going to come out here every time you break this thing. So you're going to have to learn to fix it. So this is kind of the impetus where I kind of saw the neon sign that I needed to go back to school. I bought a dummies book, Fixing Computers for Dummies. And that's how I learned to fix computers. Okay. So I started doing that. And then in the meantime, I had changed to a job. I wanted a more 9 to 5 type situation. It ended up being 6.30 a.m. to 3. But still, so that I could schedule for the kids around my life. And... um, it ended up they found out by accident that I knew how to fix computers at a time where they were getting ready to put in a network where I was at. They never had a LAN before. They were doing a lot of dial-up internet and yeah, trying to sure, streamline sure. the costs. It's right when all of that was going down in the mid-90s to late-90s, depending where you were yeah. on adoption, right? So they said, well, we need to get you a modem so you can do some, some uh, research for us. Because I was working a customer service job. I said... Okay. Three weeks had gone by, I asked my boss, I says, you know, if you're still waiting to put the modem in, my computer's available. Oh, well, you'll have to be without it for three days. And I said, give me a screwdriver in the modem, I'll put it in myself. Right, sure. So that kind of started my career in tech. But again, at that point, I still had really no schooling behind me to back it up. Right, right, Even though they knew I knew what I was doing because I did it every day, it kind of transitioned. So I grew that role where I was at. And I did that for 18 years at a small business up in the western suburbs. So during that time, that was where I kept hitting walls with the salaries and what people were doing similar to me elsewhere. I was making a whole lot less than them. And I went through my divorce and I I needed to be able to take care of my my child Mm -hmm. by myself. Right. So I'm, you know, it's another one of those life's giving you the kick in the butt. All right, let's do something. Sure, sure, sure. So they sent me to the Microsoft classes to manage the network. I had all of these little things behind me, but nothing big, solid that said, hey, I know what I'm doing. So uh, that's kind of when the opportunity hit in... I didn't go back to school for the first time, like officially back to school until 2006. I went to college at DuPage. Um, they transferred in what credits I did have from the last time I went. Right. From JJC. Yeah, right. so that was helpful. Yeah, I didn't right. have as much to do. Sure. Um, got a couple scholarships in there. So start to finish, um, during that time, my grandmother was ill. And she and I would talk every Friday. And she's like, I'm so proud of you for thinking about going back. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a challenge, too, I think, now that I think about it. My dad was like, oh, you're never going to go back to school, are you? Well, I'm here to say, I, Dad, I did go back to school. Right, and you were, <laughs> you were a good student, so your parents were interested in that. I mean, yeah. my dad I mean, pretty much told me when I was, I think, uh, I think a sophomore, or someone said something about college visits or something, and I mm-hmm. was like, I should start thinking about where I'm going to go. Yeah. And he's like, you're not going to college. You're not college material. I mean, he's not exactly the most supportive guy in the world and, well, and everything else. Yeah. And, I, and I, I wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't a guy that was focusing on that stuff. I was real surprised, though, when I... I went to JJC to get my real estate license for sales and then Mm -hmm. my real estate broker's license I got at Harper College. Mm -hmm. And the broker's license is like a semester of of stuff you have to do. Well, when I went to JJC, I took like four other classes. And I was surprised. I was an A student, totally, because I think my mental, like my my approach to it was completely different. You know, Mm -hmm. like I was at 
high school because girls were there. <laughs> so, like, you know, that's what I was doing. And um, when I went to college, I was, like, you know, there because I was trying to get something done and everything mm-hmm. else. And it was easy. It was easy to be an A student. It was, like, there was the required stuff to do and then there was extra credit and I was mm-hmm. always like, you know, I'm like, well, I might as well do the extra credit because then I, if I do screw mm-hmm. something up, it'll be, you know, so I was always right there. Yeah. So I think that when you're an adult, you look at school a little bit differently than totally. you do right when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I would encourage anybody, I don't care, like I hear these stories of women than men that are mostly women, not men, that are like in their 60s and 70s that go get their, you know, graduate degree yep. and stuff like that. And I don't, I don't care if you don't put it to anything. If you're someone that's 67 years old and you're retired, why not work your brain out still so yes. that you can keep, you know. Um, I went from working 80 hours a week with my own business to being a guy that was quadriplegic. And I started doing like German online and stuff nice. like that because, because I, yeah. you know, need to problem solve with my yep. brain or I go stir crazy. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean... I think it's it's spectacular, and if you're you know doing it as a you know for a job, that's even better. There's these like competing schools of thought that I always see on on social mm-hmm. media that are like you know. I I'm pretty sure there's people that I don't like anyone that thinks in absolutes. So I, right. like, I'm like there's the like there's black and then there's white and then there's ninety percent of it's gray area that's always. all in between. Yes. Right. So. You know, most people are a lot of people that are on one side of the political spectrum. It's always it always end up being political, but they'll think that anyone that's got a doctorate is an academic nerd ball who just <laughs> you know sat in their uh, ivory tower and did nothing but go to school. You, that's not you. You no. were doing life and kids and jobs yes. and everything else, and you put school on top of that. Yep. Now, you know, most of these people that talk like that, I challenge them mm-hmm. to have more than. A job, a family, and then let's do mm-hmm. the school on top of it. You couldn't hack it, pal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the nonsense with, with all that. Do you know, I didn't look it up. I was going to, though. Uh, what percentage of the population in America has got a doctorate? I did not bring that number with me. It's but small. It I'm is sure. very small. Right. It's, right. But comparatively, though, I did bring some information about online degrees because I know we're going to talk about that, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's the, I mean, that's the way to go for a lot of people. I'm... A guy who's always thinking about like bigger picture. Mm-hmm. There was a, a funding thing going on in Manhattan years ago for the library, mm-hmm. and my kids were like eight and nine years old, and I'm like that's the dumbest idea ever. And they're like, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "For what they want to do to build a library, you could give everybody in the entire town an iPad and put every book on the frick, or put a database where you can yep. like let. Can we just think a little further ahead? Mm-hmm. The first thing that should go away would be a public library. Now, granted, for areas that that that's the only place you can go to to get mm-hmm. on a computer and stuff like right, that, right, right. it's necessary. But like the one in New Lenox, I think they spent yep. twelve million dollars to build it. Ouch. Then they couldn't afford to keep the lights on. That's... You get people that are mad about being taxed. Yeah, that's what your tax dollars are oh, going to. Oh, I know. So can we just the, you have to be taxed. There has to be things that you need to. We need roads. We need fire departments. We, we need, need schools. Cops, we need schools. <laughs> but can we do it smarter? Like there should be a whole lot more 
people getting their degrees mm-hmm. online than going to a brick and mortar school. I, I would tell you some of the figures that I have to share on that, just yeah. because I knew we were talking today. Um, they said that in the period, this is from U.S. News and World Report, and it's an article from January of last year. Okay. So I can only imagine this figure has shifted, but... Yeah. At that time, the period between 2012 and 2016, they said those that are in strictly brick-and-mortar programs actually decreased by 6.4%. And this was a year and almost a half ago. So I can only imagine that decrease is continuing. Yes, I would think so. For situations just like mine for folks who need to be able to work and still go to school at the same time right? in different time constraints. You know, some the brick-and-mortar, even in our training department, the brick and mortar, we have more people attend our virtual sessions than the ones that are actually in a live classroom, just due to convenience, due to location. Now, what about uh, what about cheating? Because obviously, <laughs> if you're online, you can just do whatever you want. You know, no one's keeping an eye on you. But for most jobs, that shouldn't matter because most right. jobs, you're going to be able to look in a reference. But if you're a surgeon or you're mm-hmm. somebody who's like on the spot doing this job, then mm-hmm. you can't stop and like check a reference or no, something like that. No. So you need to know the job on hand. So I understand that some jobs you're always going to have to be right. somewhere where someone can right. keep an eye on you. Right. You can't get a you know, brain surgeon's degree. Well, Ben Carson's probably got one, and I'm not <laughs> sure he's very smart. So um, I could tell you when I, well. That was, that was yeah, my buddy Tom Walsh because gotcha. he's such a big Ben Carson fan. Gotcha. No, our, so when I was at College of DuPage, they were just starting to, dive into more of their classes actually as fully online. So I will say that I probably wouldn't use that experience to talk to that, but for both my bachelor's and my master's programs, those were fully online. So my bachelor's degree is actually a bachelor of science in IT management because that's what I was doing at the time I decided to make that transition. And um, what I can share is that the exams, when you had to take an actual test, it had to be proctored. Oh, okay. So right. sure, sure, sure. Um, they would send me to College of DuPage's testing center and take yeah. the test there. Or if I did take it at home, they had a webcam on you the whole time that picked up like a good chunk oh, really? of the room. Yeah. Okay, there you like, go. And good. if they saw your hands shift too quickly, they would stop the camera and call you and tell you, hey, and then make you clear it before they would let you continue the test. They would actually freeze it. Uh, they would freeze the screen on your computer so you couldn't look anything up. So there is still rigor there. And so the cheating. Which I I still don't understand that much because most jobs, most jobs you can look that, Mm -hmm. during the job you can look it up anyway. Right. But they wanted to make sure that that there was meat behind the degree. Yes, sure, sure. Because for the longest time I feel like there was this stigma that online was not as good as brick and mortar. I think yeah. we've come away from that now. Now, wasn't there some scandals too, like uh, maybe yes. like ten years ago, where these? There's a recent shams. one. Yeah, there's the a Phoenix recent Argosy. Like... Oh, okay. Argosy just had. Um, I actually brought that information because I was kind of hoping you might ask that. So, one of the things with these schools that's important, even for anyone who might be listening, you want to check the accreditation of the school that you're going to attend before you think about doing it. Look at who some of the peer schools are in that same accrediting body. So if you go to um, uh, www.ed.gov forward slash accreditation, you can look up a school and see what their accreditation status is, 
what body their accreditation is through. So to give you an example, my bachelor's and master's are through Western Governors University in Salt Lake City. So you can go online. They've been accredited since 2014 through the Higher Learning Commission, but then they were also accredited by another governing body. But you can see the documentation, who the peer schools are uh, that share that same designation about what the school went through to get accreditation so you can see the rigor behind it right so now that all of that is so readily available and transparent i feel like that's part of why that stigma has left but make no mistake it's still rigorous you have to be self-motivated if you are not self-motivated you will not succeed in a fully online program you just won't because um, western governor's model is a competency-based model and they are actually hold on let me look here they are a nonprofit, so their tuition tends to be lower, which is great. Yeah, that, for that, folks that are doing that, you would they think that online would just be a way to go because there is no brick and mortar campus to maintain and to faculty and everything mm-hmm. else. Like it's got to be, like that seems to me the like a better way to get an education mm-hmm. if the education is equivalent. As as long as it's equivalent, what I right. liked was they let me test out of things I already had life experience in. So at Western Governors, my tuition. For me, as much as I could complete in six months, that's what I did. You know, if I could test out of a course, take the pretest. If I could pass the pretest, they would give me the pass to go take the proctored exam. And if I could pass it with a B or better, then you're good. If you can't pass it with a B or better, then you have to work through the course. The course, right? Sure, so, sure. but here's the thing with the accreditation problem. Um, Argosy's scandal actually had nothing to do with the actual academics. It was misuse of financial aid funds from the federal government. So their accreditation was actually yanked earlier this year, and it was kind of a big scandal because um, there were people who were mid-dissertation for their doctorate degrees. Right. And so at this point, they're probably ready to, to lose it. I know even during my dissertation, I was ready to melt down from the stress of just doing the work. So then to have that layered on, what was really nice is a lot of the other online universities had special... Um, concessions to allow Argosy students to transfer in. Right. So how does that work with okay? Because like the student loan thing is is a huge thing, and it's federally backed. It's a situation mm-hmm. where if you know if you die, you can't get out from under like some of that stuff. The loans are exactly the same. It's the same exact. If I was going to go to ISU and go to the campus and live there and all that other stuff, the same loan I would take to go there, I would mm-hmm. take to go to Argosy. Mm-hmm. And then, do I get once that scandal happened? Do I get? my money back or do I get you know that is the one piece I don't know because I think it's so new but their accreditation was yanked on St. Patty's Day and it was through 512 so that they could transfer and get transcripts so I don't know what the disposition as far as the financial aid funds will be it's huge for somebody when you get out of school and especially Mm -hmm. if you're someone that now gets out of school and you don't have a degree yeah that's the worst accreditation's gone uh so you know that that you know makes me think of stuff like you know Trump University and stuff like that. And I mean, I think that was like a nonsense thing anyway. You just like learned how to be a bigger douchebag or something like that. Like that was you know your politics bag, are showing douchebag one hundred and one. You know, I don't even need that politics for that guy. He's not no, a conservative. That guy is just a jackass. <laughs> uh, but um, but anyways, uh, so you know. You know, my thing would always, I I think I always had a distrust mm-hmm. for the online school because I was always like, I don't know if that's mm-hmm. the same thing. I don't know if I'm going to get the same thing out of it. And I don't know if, you know, if I, if I got a degree from that, if someone's going to laugh at me. Where 
there are like if I went for a job, they were like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, you didn't go to you know you didn't right. go to Duke or you didn't go to you know uh, GW or something like that. You know? I will tell you now, at least today. It's that is a less prevalent mindset because I feel like so many schools are offering online programs, even the big schools. You know, Arizona State has online courses. Now, is their degree path fully online? Probably not. But I think that more and more of them are doing that. So I feel like the stigma is less because it did not hinder me when I got my job where I'm at now. I've only been where I'm at now since 2015. Okay. Okay. So all my degrees were before that. So I had my master's, my bachelor's, both of those I came in with, and they were recognized. Yeah. But Western Governors University has also been around since 2003, so they've been through the different rigors, and they've been accredited by different bodies for multiple years. Sure, and an employer would probably, once they get a feel for you and know that you know what you're doing, then Mm -hmm. everything's fine anyway. That's that's just a piece of paper at that point. A lot of times that gets you in the door. Right, right, right. That would be my worry that, you know, like someone would take a course. I'm sure there's a great experience for like like my boys you know they're starting to look at schools now mm-hmm. and so like that and they get really good grades and uh they both want to be engineers good for and them they're, yeah they're looking at going to you know different schools that have good engineering programs and stuff like that but when i really think about it it seems to me that if you could save money and time mm-hmm. you'd be just better off to sit at home and get your degree oh. online than you would be to go to the school totally now, did it my boys got to go to the school because they're going to wrestle at the school yeah so, there you go you know yeah um, i think i think where you are in your life dictates which direction you go with that absolutely you know right, i mean right, right. like like to your point earlier i had kids at the time you know i was working full-time maintaining my household so you know as after the little guy got tucked in bed once he was in bed that was homework time for me yeah you know right, um right. so you do you do find creative ways to now, fit you, that in do you feel like it so when i was working 82 hours Ugh. or 80 hours a week you know I, well, what i was doing was i was working six days a week that i was working from i would get to the job at 6 30 and i would leave the job around 5 5 30 my guys showed up at 7 and they quit at 5 30 also mm-hmm. but then i would go to sales after that so then i was on appointments then i had to go back estimate mm-hmm. everything and then you know write emails and letters and all that other stuff um back then, you know some of that back then was snail mail we had to actually type yeah. them out and write them but uh so like it was a huge workload for me to every single job that we did every house that we built every room addition that we did siding job roofing job whatever we did i went out and got that job from a homeowner so that like i was doing two jobs I got injured and my life changed completely where I had all this time. Mm -hmm. I doubt that my kids would be as good at school, definitely not as good at their sport and everything Mm -hmm. else, if I would have been on that same program. Mm -hmm. There's no way. I mean, I spent, I I was at more practices than my boys were when they were little because I would Mm -hmm. coach a different group of kids and then go to their practice also. Not to, I don't want to be involved. I wanted to be like let someone else do that, but mm-hmm. I wanted to see what they were doing. You know, sure. so so if they had a night off, I didn't have a night off. I was still going to practice and everything yeah. else, but I was doing it from a wheelchair, so I wasn't working all those hours. There's no chance that I could have done that mm-hmm. before. So I'm positive that if I had the workload that you had, it would take something from my parenting time as far as that goes it's got to i mean it's got to be tough that's why it was nice to be able to do homework at 10 o'clock at night now the other bonus that i had at the time was 
my company had cut the training budget completely. We had no trainer. Okay. So I was allowed to use an hour of my day as training time. And that definitely helped me get my homework pushed through when I was working on my bachelor's and my master's. Sure, sure, sure. Well, I mean, that, like I said, it's all, it's all terrific. Um, I wish this country would move towards a situation where, you know, we could afford to have our lives and have one parent working and then the other parent parenting yes. because I see so many kids that don't have good, you know, role, they're, they're, they're pretty much left to do whatever they want to do. And, you know, I, my kids were, my kids were raw clay and I beat them, not physically. No, I get but, what you, you mean. Know, I, I molded what you mean. them into what they were going to be. Yep. Like, you know, we I had a wrestling podcast and I talked to the coach. And I'm like, listen, my son started wrestling. They were, they were six years old. They don't know what's good for them. I'm an adult. I know what's good for you. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the, my guys, I was lucky. They never had any, like, uh, arguments about it or anything like that. But I saw kids that were like, you know, they didn't want to do this. And their parents were like, well, whatever. Took them out. I'm like, Johnny is six. You, you mm-hmm. need to make this his thing because yeah. this is structure and this yeah. will help him get through life and be better. And I wanted my kids to do more than I did. I definitely, even though I was firsthand a guy who didn't have college and i mean i was making good six-figure income Mm -hmm. being a contractor so i could have easily fell into the mindset of you don't need that shit you can just do this and you'll make all kinds of money um so you you know but for me seeing it i would always want the education my definition of success since i got injured is completely different than it was before I was injured. My definition of success before was I would I would write everything off as far as if someone said, well, you're not doing this or you're not doing that for your kids, I would say, but I'm making the money and putting the roof over their head. I would write it off as, you know, I'm doing this job, so I don't have to. But mm-hmm. it was self-serving what I was doing. Uh, so when I got injured, my and I tell my sons this, my view of success is this. If you live your life and whatever you do, the shit hits the fan and they go, we got to call that person, mm-hmm. you're successful. I don't care what money you make. Yep. As long as you're the person that fixes the problems at the place that you go to make your money, mm-hmm. you're successful. Mm-hmm. If they're like, I got to call Melissa because this is all fucked up, <laughs> then th- that's success. But it happens. That does happen. Right, right. So, that, but that's success. Yeah. That to me is like, look, you, you know... It, if you had all the money in the world and everything else, but you your job was something stupid where you just you mm-hmm. mindlessly did this thing, but it paid real well, I, I don't know how you get through your life as a full life, and it's like a great. I, you need I need problems. Yeah, that's so. well. You know what they they call that lifetime learning in my world. Okay, in one way, shape, or form. Like you said, work out your brain. That's we do that yep. all the time, and that's kind of like why I love the role I have now, because I get to work on that for eight hundred plus people. Right. You know, um, I fell into training by accident. I spent eighteen years in IT, and then they needed someone to build a training course, and my master's was in education, learning and technology. So I flipped from IT to education, which was not an easy flip because I had worked the one side of my brain so much that I had to 
learn to flip back and use the other one again. Yeah, right. Because way back when they used to have fun with those tests, not even the online quizzes. I actually took a test that said I used both sides of my brain, which is cool. I was like, oh, that's neat. That explains a few things about me, right? So, So the flip wasn't as bad as it could have been. But once I finished that master's degree, they wanted me to do something with it. So I built my first training course. Everything was online. We had homework. They had modules they needed to attend to be marked complete, all of that stuff. And that kind of springboarded into what I'm doing now. Now, how long? uh, So price tag it for me. What did, yeah, I mean, you don't want to know. I do. I mean, what? <laughs> well, I think that. So, you know, I just said what I said about success, but yeah. so many people are so ingrained in, you know, if I can make the money, make the mm-hmm. money, make the money, make. And listen, I know guys that have money, and they're not happy people. No, and so, you know what? I'm not going to have much. <laughs> Right, right, right. But you seem happy, so that, that well, that's Well, let's fine. put it, I'll just put it in perspective this way. So for my associates, bachelors, masters, and my doctorate, all four of them together, mm-hmm. I will be paying what some kids are paying for one four-year program. Right, because you did them all. I did them all together, right. you know, loan-wise. Yeah. There are kids who are paying what I'm paying for four degrees for half of one degree. So oh. I really take that as a win. Now, what, what, so what's the difference? What are, what are they doing wrong? They're going to a big school with a big name and paying the big tuition without much financial aid. Okay. So, you know, here's my, th- my thing at the end of the day, is if I could do this competency-based model for two of the degrees and get through it as fast as possible, I'm paying less. Yeah, right. right, You know, so as an adult, that model works great for us. But what was really cool about these online programs, not everybody is cut out to be an online student. We even know that in our workplace environment that I work in now. Not everybody learns well that way, and not every course translates to the online environment. There are some things that inevitably, like you said, surgeon, you have to learn that in person in a live classroom. You can't learn that elsewhere. And so... Each of these programs actually had like an introductory course that you could take for a few weeks to see if the online environment was going to be something that would work for you. And if not, at least then you weren't getting all this money in and postponing your semester and dropping courses and failing in the program. So they they kind of feel do that at least that pre-qualification, which I think is great. But yeah. you're right though, the adult learner has a different attitude. And for me, I'm like, dude, if I'm paying for this and, you know, I'm trying to fix a problem and get somewhere with this and and have the drive to do it, the attitude is totally different Mm -hmm. because I will tell you that um, my doctorate degree, I graduated with a 3.92. Yeah, wow. Nice. Yeah, on a four point. And um, I only had had two classes that weren't A's. Everything else, I had an A minus and I had a B in there. So that was it. Um, Right. My dissertation, I got through in five terms. There are people who need all 16. So, I mean, I was I was like, I'm not paying extra for this. You know, the financial piece of it yeah. probably was the biggest impetus to make sure I pushed through it as hard as I could. Yeah, right. Because right. I didn't want to be, you know, it, I already have plenty. I didn't want to make it worse. No, right, right. You right, know, right, right, right. Um, my mom will tell you that I'm not happy unless I'm running around with my butt on fire. So... I ran around with my butt on fire. Right. So now that you're 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 done, right? I mean, are you gonna? <laughs> I, I took I, a break. Right. Um, so, but every every job, like you have continuing education for mm-hmm. everything you do. Right? Oh, I can I can get certifications, additional certificates through some of the learning 
functions like Association for Talent Development has plenty of certificate programs. There are some other certifications. So I can, after the EDD, I can get, you know, other monikers after that if I want to. Right, right, right. I'm, I decided that for 2019, this is kind of a big one. And I'll actually walk at the end of July. I'll be in Phoenix. I'm participating in commencement. Um, I'll be presenting my poster that talks about my dissertation, what I did my dissertation on. And then after that, I'm taking a break until next year because I'm going to give my brain a break. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if you're working a job, then you're using your brain. Oh, I, I job yeah. Too, so. And now I'm managing the whole department for our L&D so, function. Yeah, talk so. about what, what are you doing? What, what's, what's, what is work? Well, um, when I started with the firm is much different than what I'm doing now. So I made that full flip not only with my degrees but I made the flip from IT to training full-fledged training so when I first started I was an e-learning instructional designer so basically people would log into our system click and register for a course and then take the e-learning content complete the quiz watch the video whatever watch the little cartoons do the interactions that's what I was doing I was using that creative side sure and um how often do you get to take your creative stuff? Because I love graphic design. I do that on the side anyway. All right. So I got to take graphic design and learning and computers and do this with it. So yeah. it was like the perfect job for me. And my parents will even tell you the job for me had to exist before I could go after it. So right. they think that the schooling happened the way it did for a reason. You know, if you believe in that, everything happens for a reason. This would be it. So I started off designing courses building courses we would storyboard them first what it needs to look like and then we'd actually use the software to produce them so we used um articulate storyline to produce the courses we used camtasia to edit our audio and video we were talking yeah. about that earlier a little bit of everything so it's all online too the yeah it's all online right. it was pretty cool okay. stuff yeah, right. so we would build a curriculum around a certain thing if if a pocket of the firm needed six courses around sales we would build that based on their input so we had like so you're just educating the people that work for this firm already you're not mm-hmm. it's not an education you're not like no one's getting a degree Mm-mm. from what you're now right. this is but but to that point we we do offer continuing professional education for our cpas who are licensed in various states all over the u.s so for whatever licensure period they have they may have to have X amount of hours in this subject matter, this subject matter right, right. to keep their licenses. Yeah, kind of like real estate real does, estate right? Every, every two years, we got to go and do mm-hmm. more CE. And it's, I mean, the, the real estate thing, it, like, it, it's a thing that if you keep doing it, then you, like, I'm always amazed by the people that are in real estate that, mm-hmm. you know, close three or four properties a year and they're, you know, trying to, trying to, they're always trying to sell more or whatever they're doing. But you can't get the hang of something when that's what you're doing you need to do it like mm-hmm. constantly i come from a background of contracts already being a contractor mm-hmm. so this is what i did i mean and some sometimes during a year we have jobs that would last three days mm-hmm. so we were working six days a week that's two jobs a week sometimes i was writing contracts and contracts and contracts and contracts so like i can push paper across my desk as far as make sure everything is is you know aligned the way it's supposed to be aligned where we'll get people that are working out of my office sometimes that are like they're a housewife they're not real serious about it you know mm-hmm. they haven't closed a property in three or four months and now they are and they're a mess because mm-hmm. it's like they don't know where anything's at um and that i feel bad for their clients because it's like you know what you want when you for a real estate broker is you want somebody who 
has closed you know 10 or 12 houses at least this year and has done that for the past 10 years so the guy's done something you're going to do two or three times in your life 150 times and he's got the ropes Mm -hmm. he's got it um so most of the ce stuff some of it's like ethics and oh my god if you if if someone fails an ethics test just take him to jail now <laughs> right because like they're the most boneheaded questions in the world like you right. know can i just get my commission and not worry about my cl- yeah. of course not no so right um <laughs> but yeah we we do ethics courses for right. example but i so, would say it's not the most serious where i'm thinking what you're yeah. doing is a little oh more yeah serious, for us so. it is because we're where i work as a professional services firm so we do cpa we do tech we do we have external clients we're doing audit we're doing tax we're doing lots of different things so we have folks who are project managers maybe they have their pmp and they need some pdus we can help them locate those kinds of things so in essence we kind of are but we kind of aren't i mean we're not doing degrees but we're helping them maintain yeah so i mean there's still some rigor to it uh we're really blessed that uh we have what we call an industry a learning culture. So we have folks who are always willing to share downward. So if they attend something, they bring that knowledge back and then we help them build a class so they can deliver it to the rest of the group. Right. And it might be what the latest tax law is, the kinds of things we need to know to operate that are very crucial. So yeah, sure. sure, So it's, we get new contracts and you got to go over those for sure. But I'll tell you what's most of that goes. We go over that in the office more, there's a course on it, and you can go to the course. But really, if I grab that contract and I write that contract five times, now I know that contract. Yeah. But if I'm someone who just went to the course and I haven't mm-hmm. written a contract in three months, then I've got problems. Right. Um, so like it, it's really more hands-on, on-the-job um, stuff that, you know, that, that's better. Mm-hmm. But uh, with you, now you said you were going to take a break for a year and then maybe— I'm going to teach— you want to teach? I want to teach college. Oh, you want to go to? Okay, so oh, you want yeah. to change careers? No, I'm gonna oh, do. Okay. I want to adjunct somewhere. Okay. Uh, so I would still continue what I'm doing. We have a lot of folks in our firm that actually do that, where okay. they work during the day and maybe they adjunct a couple days a week. Right. They this might is teach. So not the right winger thing I keep hearing about, where these people just get these degrees and they sit in school the rest of their life. No, I. You know what? I would got job, 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 job. Well, you know the funny thing. I always joke about this, but I'm going to joke about it again. I'm the first person in my family to get a degree. Uh, My parents went to some college but never got a degree. So I'm the first person to get a degree. And then I joke about it. I tell my my siblings, I'm like, dude, I went to school enough for all of you. You want to help me pay for these loans, right? right, right, But um, you know, I've always kind of been. My parents live and tell you, I'm an overachiever. It was just one of those things. My dad said, "Oh, you'll never go back." I went back, Dad, (laughs) and then some, right? But yeah, yeah, I I think if if I could get in some place where I would where they would award degrees, I would love to do an online school. I mean, I constantly am watching the school I just graduated from. All of the professors there are doctoral. Uh, they don't have anyone with master's, bachelor's. Everyone is PhD, EDD. So I, that's where I would kind of like to go is, yeah. is to teach for them because with them being online, again, you don't have the brick and mortar. I'm still working my brain because I'm going to be keeping on top of what's going on in the learning and e-learning industries. Sure, and it's a sense of it's a sense of accomplishment. It's a sense of pride that you have. It's a also, um, you know, it, I would think it's something you identify as. You know, like you said, I'm a, you're an overachiever and stuff like yep. that. I think <laughs> that there's people out there that you know will 
think that they didn't do well in high school, so why bother? When I would say Mm-mm. that's absolutely wrong. And you could be a person that, like, I keep stressing the money thing's not as, you need money. There's no yeah, doubt. Yeah, of course. People have to have money. But if you're somebody who can, I'm sure you're happier about your sense of accomplishment oh than my you gosh, are yeah. your paycheck. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love my paycheck. Don't yes, get me right, wrong, even right. though most of it is going to be spent. Yeah. But um, I think there's more to it than that. For me, really, the going back to school thing at the stage I did it in my life, there is more to it even just with the personal satisfaction. There's another piece of it. Um, with my kids, uh, I'm. <laughs> it's kind of kind of weird. I'm kind of old-fashioned. You know, I raise them to be responsible, respect people, do what they're supposed to do. You yeah. know, these some of the entitled kids they go to school with, they don't get. And I said, the minute you start understanding them is the minute you're like them. So I'm glad to hear that my parenting is working. Right. But on the flip side of that, you know, I my daughter being as close as we are, she, she I was 22 when I had her. Yeah. So we're we've kind of grown up together so to speak um she was my what they call a rainbow baby is the first baby after you've lost oh, okay. so she's kind of i used to tease her that she was my therapy session because for about the first two months after i had her i was always checking on her and she was sleeping through the night pretty much since day three six hours straight oh, wow. and i was like thank you i'm so blessed but right. um as i got further in life and i was like as that discomfort come where i'm not even close to the path i expected to be on it's a blessing, don't get me wrong, because it's got me where I'm at now. But I wanted my kids to see that no matter how old you are, you always, always have the opportunity to go back and fix what you may view as a mistake. You have the power to change your life on your own. You don't need somebody else to do it. Yeah, they may be facilitating certain things, but in the end, the power's here. Yeah, right, right. And so I wanted them to oh, see. You're inspiring me to think about I should... Uh... Take some courses or do something. <laughs> but that's just my, my whole point was I wanted my daughter especially because my son was kind of young at the time, so I don't know how much he actually remembers. But with her, I wanted her especially as she started to get into adolescence and, and young adulthood. I'm like, you can fix anything, anytime. You have the power in yourself. Sure. And I feel like so many kids don't have that empowerment. So I wanted to make sure that I was setting a strong example for her, especially as a female in tech. Yeah, because female in tech, I could go on and on about that too. Yeah, because right. that was an eighteen-year struggle for me, and you, I kept hitting ceiling after ceiling, partially because of my gender, but again, whole nother animal. I just wanted her to see that she could she could change it if she wanted to. You know, right. if, if you decide you want to change your major, do it. Right. So now your kids, they're obviously college one 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 is uh partially done she's almost done she's trying to get into uw madison transferring her stuff from down here so she she tried to apply twice to their program to do the online thing no she's looking at it though now because i told her i said the degree what's cool about western governors where i went for the bachelor's and master's program is if you go into it for example yeah, it's great to have the degree, but depending which path you choose, they actually have the certifications for the industry. So the Cisco certifications are part of your curriculum. So not only are you getting the degree, but you're getting the certs too, Right. which is awesome. Huh. That Yeah, well, <laughs> I would think that, you know, if somebody could uh, look at your situation, like if, if anybody looked at it when they were 35 and said, all right, I'm going to get four degrees for what it's going to cost for you to get one mm-hmm. they would always take that then but i think in the i i know like my kids they're definitely like 
where they're going to school is super important because it's of course. part of their part of their life and everything else. And I've, you know, stressed to my kids. I'm like, listen, I don't know if the world's changed that much, but you've got no business getting married or having kids. No, thirty. No, like, take your 30. time. I, I I told myself see the I'm world, like, do yeah, your thing. Go to Europe, buy the yep. Corvette, buy the whatever you want to do. Don't buy a motorcycle because you'll wreck it and <laughs> hurt. Yeah, but do the things that you want to do because we've got this thing backwards where everybody goes after the job and everything else, yep. and then yep. when they're sixty-five, they want to. It's really not that fun to go to Europe when you're old and wrinkly. You know what I mean? Like, no, you want to be able to move around and do a little do, bit, right? right? Experience thing. it, like right. experience exactly. it. So, I mean, and I told my sons, I go, listen, I don't care if you find the coolest woman in the world. She is not going to be cool with you buying a Corvette. So now <laughs> is the time to no. do that. And then, it, yeah. it is. I mean, if I could have done things differently, you know, like I said, life happened. And yeah, so, right. you know, this is the cards I had. And right. how was I going to make this work? And yes, 35 years old, just shy of 35. I was like three months shy of 35 when I went back for the first time. My grandma had just passed away and I took the... Um, the entrance, you know, the exam, so they know where to place you. I bombed it. I bombed it. And I'm like, how long before I can retake this? She's like, well, you just have to wait a couple weeks. So I did just that. Yeah. I got a book to refresh my memory on the algebra that I never thought I was going to ever use again. Yeah, right. And I got back in there and got back on my feet and said, no, enough. Let's go. Because yeah, my grandmother point. wanted me to do that. And she was so proud of me. And I'm like, you know what? Grandma wanted me to do this. And actually... This degree I just finished, we lost our my the last of my grandparents last year, but I was in school when I was doing this, and she was proud of that too. So, you know, you, you've got all these different... I feel like your motivation is different when you're an adult. Yeah, absolutely. But um, the motivation to do well definitely for me was affiliated with that price tag right. because I didn't want to have... I would think myself I would need to take some prerequisite just because at 47 years old algebra's gone like yeah. that's not even a thing i mean i don't even, i don't remember anything. and they have those i mean they don't right. count towards your degree but there's nothing wrong with that and no, right. we have one in college now uh, she is she graduated high school with her cna got that through the vocational program out in yorkville okay um she's working as a cna right now yeah and she's going to school at wabonzi valley uh, no, Wabonzi Community College. So I she wanted to go head towards like nursing or something yes. like that? Okay. And she was so upset at first because she had to take some of those refresher courses. And I told her, I said, there is nothing wrong with that. You Still go in there, towards a degree, do your so, best. Right. I mean, I know that the zero level classes don't count towards your degree, right. but it's okay. Yeah, you got to have I, them to get there. I, I know. I, that, it's, it's the foundation it's, you need. It's not a failure. It just no. means that's what you need. And right. if that's what you right. need, that's what you do. So... You know, we all do things, and I think sometimes, you know, we forget it's important to do what we have to do to get there, right. and we get so caught up in the the here's here that we forget that we got to do this back here right. first. Well, you, get, you know, here you got to set those prerequisites. You all of a sudden get set back further. You're like, oh wow, now the distance got even. Mm-hmm. I got all this time. I got to go until I can get to that. And I think that's the other piece about doing it right after high school. That was a huge thing for me to take those first placement tests to go back into school. Sure. But the good news is there are books out there that if you are good at self study and can refresh your memory, you can work through enough to to be okay. Right. Right. No. That that's great. And some people are, like, I'm a guy who, I mean, I, I know that if I was to do online courses, I could do them. I, I could oh, totally sure. do them. But I'm sure there's people that would be like, well, I'm not doing that right now. I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do, you know, sort Yeah, of thing. sure. Uh, my sons are in the gym constantly. <laughs> and I, I'm i in the gym 
too. Like, I mean, I, yeah. you know, make it part of my day every day that I go lift some weights or do something. And like, I'm not a big TV watcher, but if I have a podcast that I listen to, I listen to a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. Or if there is something, uh, I like to watch, catch a ball game or something like that. I can turn that on in the gym mm-hmm. and just hang out in there lifting weights. I'm not really mm-hmm. actively watching TV, but I'm lifting weights. And my sons are like, you know, and they lift weights. And I'm like, you guys need to do this more than I do mm-hmm. because you have a sport that you're doing this and everything else. I go, I'm just doing this just, just because I need to do something for right. myself right? sort of thing. So I, I would have no problem with the, with the online thing. And I think that's totally the way to go. I see these kids that are homeschooled mm-hmm. and they get an entire like six hour or seven hour day of, you know, school done yeah. in three hours because right. they don't go to lunch they don't you know, you know yeah stuff. there's no passing period going to hang at your right. locker all the right. stuff we grew up with right exactly yeah. exactly exactly well i think that's the the p the piece that in the online experience that i had you can have as many peers as you want or you can have none i mean they have message boards you can build connections in your discipline whatever discipline that is if you want to yeah i just you know what that was one of the pieces i said you know what i've got the kids i've got my job i've got this i'm not building time to get caught on yet another social media pardon the air quotes yeah, right? Right, right, right i i just don't i knew where i needed to put my focus i knew what i had time for and what i didn't and i think as long as we recognize that that's really all that matters as far as that goes but the nice thing i will say is that the course mentors you have course mentors, you have financial advisors, you have all of those same folks as resources when you're in the online as you would uh, when you're in, in person. So you don't, like during my doctoral uh, pursuit, I had, it was one-to-one. So my mentor was my mentor for the whole process through my dissertation. That's you had nice. the same person. They knew what you were doing, found out he was from Naperville, which was cool because I work in Naperville. So sure. we'd ch- chat about that. But um, definitely great to guide you through it without giving you the answers, which was, right. you know. Uh, now, how was the, like, I know that my cousin is he's in a master's program, but I know that the, from what he was explaining to me, the, um, pharmaceutical company he's working for mm-hmm. is funding a lot of his masters yep. so i did get help there i okay. did get some yes good um our employer is actually really generous so the first when i got my bachelor's and my master's um smaller company so not as much assistance available but they still gave me 800 dollars a year so i mean it's still something right, something. Oh, right. um fast forward new company four thousand dollars a year um definitely helped yeah. Take some of the pain out of it, but when well, that's four thousand interest free, so you don't have to yeah, compound right, it later. Right, right. Um, so basically, that would cover a semester. Well, cover one course and maybe a half per year out of the whole pursuit. So that's not bad at no, all. No, no. And I mean, there were no books. Everything was online anyway. So that overhead is reduced for the school too. Uh, at the doctoral level, though, we had a lot of studies we had to read so there was and i had a paper a week for three and a half three and a half years yeah i had small breaks like some of the some of the terms would come with like a two-week break or maybe a one-week break the biggest break i had was when i got married last summer so put all of this in perspective i also got married last summer right right so planning a wedding in the middle of all that um made it work made it work but um 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tuition reimbursement is great. So if you're in with a company as an adult that offers that, yeah. I totally recommend that you take advantage Jump of it. Time, yeah, right. I mean, now, do they require you? I don't, I'm sure every company is different, mm-hmm. but would they require you to, excuse me, sign a contract for a certain amount of time that you're going to stay with that company because yeah. they want that? <laughs> they do. They do have. Every company is different, and I can say this since I've done it at several. Uh, well, two, but the one had where you had to be with the company for X amount of time after. And then the the one I'm at now has a little bit different. It's um, based on how long after that year you stay. Um, if it's a voluntary separation, like if you leave voluntarily, then there's some repayment involved. If it comes because your job is eliminated or something like that, where it's beyond your scope of control, then it's a whole different animal. But usually most companies that I've been aware of have some kind of an agreement that you need to stay. You can't just cut and run right after you finish, right, you know? Right. Now I pay a lot of attention to stuff that like some of the podcasts I listen to, they talk about, uh, um, like, jobs they're, they're political stuff so they talk mm-hmm. about jobs that are going to be gone and obviously stuff like education stuff like that mm-hmm. would be a tough one to get rid of as far mm-hmm. as a robot can do it but is there any ai that sometime could like figure that out you know what i mean like i mean anything's possible i will share this too i went to a conference last october it's called DevLearn, and they held it in vegas which was totally cool um they were showing different things as far as potential ai this that and the other and um so i guess one of the keynotes at this year's devlearn is going to be delivered by ai right and i was like oh my gosh record that because i totally want to see it i think people don't realize like so like there's a candidate for the democratic nomination he's not he's a french candidate andrew yang Mm -hmm. and he is all about that automation is mm-hmm. going to wipe out all the, and I think that automation is going to take some jobs, but it's also going to provide some jobs too. Because I you're would agree, person, right? Mm-hmm. If you're going to work on the robots, then you know that well, that's going to be a job. The content still has to come from somewhere initially too. So right, there's a book that I was starting to read that was called uh, Oh God, I can't think of it now. I, I put it down, but it was uh, Fuzzies, and it was something about. Um, so many people like discredit a job in the liberal arts mm-hmm. or a degree in the liberal arts where they're like, listen, the liberal arts and the tech world go right together mm-hmm. because you need something that will tie in the mm-hmm. something's got to, you know, give the algorithm the 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 arts part of it. You know what I mean? Right, so if right. you have a degree in the liberal arts, then you can be the person that puts the poem into the AI right, and stuff like right. that. Right, you can be this me. The, right, 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 right. <laughs> yep. right. So, um, but I worry about most jobs that I can see, they're talking about 5 million truck drivers being five or five or 10 years now gone. That scares me. Right, right. It's going to be gone. Um, there are, there's all kinds of, I guess, surgeries that can be done, like your basic, like a hernia surgery and yeah. stuff like that, that a robot can totally do. That's creepy. It, <laughs> it is a little creepy, but when you think of uh, science fiction movies, oh, I know. they put the guy in the pod and then they yep, they, yep, the machine yep. fix him. So like someday, that just like, you know, the Star Trek flip phone, yeah. that's going to be a reality. Yeah. And then those jobs are going to be gone too. So, like, I would think that there's got to be a, a bigger emphasis on being an educated, 
even if you're like uh, just thinking of the country as a whole, mm-hmm. it seems to me to be a smarter thing. If you know, no pun on words there, that if we were all a little bit smarter, like if we were mm-hmm. all doing a little bit more education-wise, mm-hmm. because you know, like uh, I got buddies that are union laborers and stuff like that. They can make a machine that can go in there and do that entire job. They can make a robot to do just about mm-hmm. anything. So, you know, like, and I don't want, I'm not a Paul Bunyan type. I I think automation's great. It raises productivity and everything else. Sure. But it's still jobs. So, you know, I don't know. It seems to me that if you have kids, um, you'd want them to have some job that took some yeah i mean even yeah in my mind i mean even if you have a talent for welding and you're good at it that's great but you might still want to have something to fall back on in case automation does take over i mean it's it's, you just can't do when you're like 60 years old no you know you don't be doing well no i was gonna say my brother uh, was trimming trees for a living he's he has beat the heck out of himself he's two years younger than me and you know he walks like my dad yeah, it's, well, it's rough stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm in the construction business, and my son, when we first started like doing summer jobs where they were doing decks and stuff mm-hmm. like that, he's like, "I like this. This mm-hmm. is fun." And I'm like, "Yeah," and I go, "But I don't want this for you, son. You can you can do this. You can be around this, but do it in a way where you have uh, an engineering degree and you're wearing a hard hat and you're pointing your finger and stuff yes. like that because this job will make you an old man really really fast. Yeah. It'll beat you up, and you know, if that's all you had, like, you know, I would think about it the other way. Like, the fallback would be that you could always pick up a hammer and do something. But the main job you want to do, the goal you're setting is to do the yeah. job with the degree. So, I mean... Uh, One, the other flip side of that, too, is I think that sometimes people just, here's the degree, I'm done, and then they drop off, and then that's it. And I feel like our brains are, want us to be always learning, exercising sure, sure, them, sure. doing... and. I believe there was a study out there that talked about the fact that if you're doing that and you're learning through your life, you have a less chance of some of some of those other diseases kicking in later on. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how like Alzheimer's or anything like that works that you're talking about, right? Like mm-hmm. your brain would start to rot out. Um, Not necessarily rot, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Die, whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever. I, I totally think it's a muscle that you need to. I find myself. Uh, I was never a person that wanted to read um, novels. Yeah. Like I was always reading something that was, you know, on George Washington or Abe Lincoln and stuff like that. Uh, but I started reading some novels mm-hmm. and when I was, because it was just a, it's just entertainment. So yeah. like it was just a book, but it was something that I would just pick up all the time and be reading, reading, reading. And I felt like I spoke better. I thought better. Yes. Th- I got the answers to things I wanted in my life better because my brain was constantly just just it's just mindless mm-hmm. stuff i mean my favorite author is uh the guy who wrote the cider house rules and oh uh, i love that yes john irving and, yes. and uh there's always uh things that i like in there as far as like i taught myself to speak a little bit of german there's always mm-hmm. a little bit of german in there there's always wrestling that, mm-hmm. that's in all most of the movies too are most of the books but it's not something that like there's not history in it i'm not mm-hmm. really learning anything mm-hmm. But my brain is being used like a muscle, yep. and it's being you know used better. So, and I think you know everybody's different. But there's a lot of oh, people sure. out there that I'm really let down with, as far as like <laughs> your life is just like that. The TV is all I'm watching, and I'm yeah. doing that. And I mean, to see people that are, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like to be educated in in whatever, if it's the most basic thing in the world, I'll get in conversations with people that are 
Christians, and I do air quotes with that because, good Lord, some of that stuff, if you read that book, you'd be like, oh, my God, I'm doing this all wrong. (laughs) Because, you know, like, none of that's what you're doing. Uh, So, and I I was somebody who took four years of a study where I was doing homework on Scripture and stuff like that. And these people have no clue, but they're way bigger Christians than I was ever. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Be educated in, in something like that. That's fine. Be educated in anything. The reason for the podcast is I like to bring people on yeah. that have some sort of a background in something. I mean, you know, if the if the world ended tomorrow, I know that I could not make this right. Like this, what's no. inside of here would be like something insane. But, no, but you can rebuild. Yeah, right. But you can fix the computer and stuff mm-hmm. like that because of the school that you've done. Yeah. So if we were I can make I can make educational courses too. <laughs> right, 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 right. So no, I think it's terrific. And to say that you did all that with, you know, kids there mm-hmm. and, and and a whole life happening and, and everything else and no one else paying the bills. No. I just my I think my only caveat, the thing that I really hate and there's only one thing I really hated through this whole process is the stupid FAFSA. Ugh. What's that? That's the federal financial aid detail that you fill out when you're going to college. Okay. And it's very much um, skewed. It doesn't really take into account like the real adult picture, like what your life really looks like on paper right. financially. Doesn't take any of it into account. No, th- let me ask. It's you kind this. of brutal. <laughs> let me ask you this. I know there's. I, I've run into people that they hear something from somebody and then they run with it because it sounds logical. Mm-hmm. But I, I, when I hear stuff that sounds not logical, like it just sounds, you know, like that doesn't make any <laughs> sense at all. I, I question it. But I, um, if so, like affirmative action as far as mm-hmm. that goes. Now, does that so if you have an online school like you did mm-hmm. your degrees online? There's not. Is there a quota for that? Like, there's like, not that I'm aware of. No, right, right. I mean they these schools. What's really cool is it's enabled military folks to get their degrees online while they're in Prisoners. the service. Yeah, right. Can't you I get, I would assume. Yeah, as I mean, long I'm as they have that's access, how some of those people are getting their. It's, it's I mean, possible. That to me is a huge factor. We are. That's what we're number one in in America, right? We got the most I people know, in prison, right? So, <laughs> but if if we were people that were in prison were doing the path that you did, right? I mean, they're walking on the yard. They got to shank somebody every once in yeah. a while, but they're still getting their degree. So, yeah, but it's just a matter of how they're paying for it. Because I think there's a provision in the financial aid paperwork that they, if you're accused of a felony, I can't remember what the questions are. There are some of them oh. that could disqualify you from financial aid. See, if I, I'm a big picture guy, if I step back and look at that, I think to myself that 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 can't. I understand that we can't waste money on stuff. But if you take a guy who's never had a break and mm-hmm. you give him a master's degree because he mm-hmm. did the work, you you know, yeah. put the camera on and make sure he doesn't cheat and everything like that. Mm-hmm. When he gets out of prison, prison, the recidivism, the, the, he won't go back to prison because now he's yeah. a fucking doctor. I know, right? Well, my only thing is I've never had to check that box, so I can't tell you what happens when you check that box. Right. Okay. I can only guess that yeah. that might be part of it, but um, it like will look at your taxes. It'll look at how many people you have in your family and. Like I was sharing with you earlier, now we have five kids total that yeah. we're supporting because the ones in Wisconsin. But 
uh, it looks at all of that. It looks at how many of you are in the household or in college at the same time. Right. But beyond that, it doesn't really take into account like your financial situation overall, not to the degree that I feel like it should for the adults that are returning to school. Right. Because again, supporting families. Yeah. Okay. We're looking at our taxes. You're asking me what's on line nine of my 1040. That's great. But you're not asking what's it costing you to live in your house? What, you know, those other things. And to me, that seems to me that that's the piece that's missing that feeds so many defaults on the student loans, if that makes any sense. No, 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 right, right, no, it makes total sense. Yeah. Um, part of my curiosity is about, I had someone say to me, well, I'm a white guy, so I probably can't get funding for school. And I'm like, I don't think that's It correct. doesn't really work that way. I mean, I'm... Right. Right. So I, I'm asking. Yeah. I want to know. I want I mean, besides me. There may be there may be folks dude. who feel that way about certain scholarships, perhaps. Yeah. yeah, yeah Maybe yeah, some yeah. of the grants. I mean, there's income levels where, um, just to give you an example, uh, there was one year the tax year that they happen to be using right now to do financial aid for our daughter that's in school right now. Yeah. Um, he was injured part of the year, so he didn't make a full paycheck. Well, we weren't married yet either, so my income didn't count, right? So when they did her financial aid for this first year, she pretty much had it paid for. Yeah, great. I screwed her this year because yeah. we're married. We got married, right. Yeah, right, so right, right, even right. what they do is they take my taxes plus his, add them together. I mean, she might still get a little something because of how many people we have in college. Yeah, or how many people we're supporting, but at the end of the day, she's probably not going to get as much of a break. So. But but the break doesn't from the government. Like you know, when we talk scholarships, there's all kinds of private funds. Oh yeah. And if you're a, a black guy who grew up in the ghetto and you became fabulously wealthy and you decide to put a scholarship together, hey man, that's your thing. It's a private thing. You can do. You can mm-hmm. give whoever you want. If you can, yeah. if, you, if you say all I want to do is give a black kid a chance because I was a black kid. I'm fine with that. That's that, yeah. That's there, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. And I'm sure there's ones out there that are pretty much. I'm going to give a white kid a scholarship too. It could be right. It could right because they feel like. Oh, I'm that's, sure. Like, what is it? The Daughters of the Revolution or something like that. They probably well, even if it's a scholarship that a lot of scholarships that I see are ones from certain towns. Mm-hmm. So if you're in this school, well, if you're in a school that's 95 percent white, you're probably 95 percent chance to going to give the kid that's a white right, kid a, right. a scholarship. So, so it's kind of a eh statement, it, you right, know. I think that's sort of a wash. Subjective. But people think like if you're an Eskimo or something like that, it's, you know, you're totally set because I've always said, I don't think that's how affirmative action works. I think affirmative action works like you have to meet the demographic. So there's not very many Eskimos in the country, but a college that lives, that's in an area where there's Eskimos. You need to allow these people to be in the school at the same rate that they're in the area. Yeah, it's like, a quota sort of I thing. didn't have to deal with any of that. I mean, you're online. They don't care if you're purple, you know? Yeah, I would think the <laughs> online thing would, would be – well, it also doesn't matter. Like, is there a – if it's online, I can't imagine that there's a set amount. Like if you have a campus, you only have so many kids. Right. You've only got so many classrooms, so many instructors. No, but yeah. I can tell you, like, um, I'm looking here um, – yeah, see, in 2015, even, they said that as far as distance education went, several schools, they did um, they did a study on 19,977,270 enrollees for undergrad and up degrees, right? That's right. a huge freaking number. Yeah. Um, of those, 
2,871,788 were exclusively online. That's a pretty good chunk. Now, what is the, do you know, I don't know if you looked it up or not, but what's the success rate as far as graduating? And then what's the success rate as far as getting a job in that field? That's a tough call. I think it yeah. varies by school, you know? Well, yeah, so my boys, when they're looking at schools now, are like, well, this one, dad's got a 92% placement you know and that's and that's good if you can find something like that right right the graduation rate is huge too i mean that's going to kind of give you the yay or nay as far as sure 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 whether it's what i worry most about is this and here's me getting on my my preachy i hate common core it is not preparing our kids for college at I all love, i love common core i love it i don't i absolutely love it Okay, so explain. Let's let's talk about that. I will tell you why, though. Let me tell you why I don't. Because our kids were going one way, and then they just flipped it, and there was no transition, and our kids struggled. That's why I hate it. Okay, all right. This is why I love it. Because as a carpenter, um, I math is like Mm -hmm. the, the amount of math. My sons are like in AP math classes That's and they awesome. get great grades in math and it's because they were six years old and I'm like, dude, I don't care what happens with anything, math and science, math and science. Yeah, we if do that too. you go to Mars, four apples and four apples is still eight apples. Yep. So math and science, no math and science. Yep. So they've always been real focused on that. They get great grades, they're, they're in, they're in you know, high-end classes for that and if I'm on a job with them, I can do the math faster. Yeah, and it's Common Core is how I get there because I can break down anything into mm-hmm. sections and do it. And the thing is, is you know, like when you're a carpenter, there's a lot of times you're jungle gym in a house, you're, you're up somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't have a spot where I can just get my calculator out and be no, working no, of course. So I need to do the problem four different ways yep. to come to the same answer. And if all four ways come to the same answer, I'm right. Cut the rafter. So, oh, and I get that. I right. totally do. But the problem that we have is at least at with our kids that are in high school right now, the problem we have is um, they're being taught that they get multiple chances for these tests. And that is not reali- the reality of college, not to the degree. They're, they're not teaching them to be accountable. Right. Oh, well, if I screwed it up once, I'll just get another chance. I'll just get another chance. Yeah. And and that's the mindset. See, now I look at Common Core like this is the way not to screw up the answer because the answer even though you had to do the, mm-hmm. I see these silly memes on social media oh my that gosh. actually drive me nuts. <laughs> yeah, and I've that, seen like, them too. That's not the thing. Like you guys are, this is some, and I don't get, I truly don't get the political part. This is a political thing. Like I mm-hmm. know that only the people who are like uh, on the right, they hate Common Core and usually the people on the left, they they have, some have no opinion on it because they're just <laughs> not math people or whatever yeah. like that. But for me, like, I always look at, like, all I want, I'm not right or left in my brain. Mm -hmm. I'm solution-based, and that's it. So I don't care what the the thing is. Like, I I have a podcast coming up that's going to be on the Second Amendment. Cool. I'll I'll be listening to that one. Yeah, I mean, I'm supposed to be way left, but I've got a bunch of guns, and and I grew Mm -hmm. up with all that stuff. I want solutions to situations that we have there like you know i don't understand why it's schools that were shooting and stuff Mm -hmm. so i want solutions for that and maybe the solution in the first part of it is metal detectors and that kind of thing but i don't think that's the long-term solution i don't either right no we can't you can't expect me 
to have my taxes raised so I can make every school Fort Knox so you can keep your boom boom sticks. Well, here's like, the thing, though. Not, if you make it Fort Knox to come in, it's going to be Fort Knox to go out, and that's not helping the situation either. Right. Besides that, you got all these kids in the inner city that it's the uh, you know uh, school to prison oh, yeah. thing that they're yeah, doing. Yeah, that path. Right. It, whereas if they were doing the education thing... So, but let me just hit on Common Core one more time because yeah, go ahead. the Common Core <laughs> thing drives me nuts because these people take a problem and they're like, you know, uh, uh, three plus three is six, and then they make my kid do it like two plus two plus two is six, and and I'm like, listen, the answer when you're in school, the answer to the problem is not the point of having mm-hmm. you do the problem. Mm-hmm. The point is they're working How on you your get brain. There. Yep. It's an exercise for you yep. to do. Yep. Yep. If you went to the so so they're they're mad in the in the silly meme on there that says my kid had to do this all this to get to answer nine. And I'm mad about that because listen, three <laughs> times three is nine and I know it. Yeah, you moron. The, the, the problem is you're not you're in school. The idea is is how do you get from not knowing the answer to knowing the answer, let's do that five different ways so I can get to the answer. If I took you to the gym and I said, see that guy over there? He <laughs> works out in five fucking minutes and he's out of here? Yeah. And I work out in an hour and a half. Who's getting a better workout? I am. Sure. Now, granted, I had to work out my you know biceps five different ways yeah. because I wanted to do it this way. And all that guy did was run over there and he did some curls. He's like, I worked out my biceps too. But but yeah. you didn't work out every part of it. So oh, I, I get it. That's I mean, how I see Common Core. As- I see it as kind of like one big word problem. I mean, we were very math science in our house too. Yeah. But like I said, I think for me, the bigger problem is the way they transitioned it in the schools that we've been to. They didn't transition it well. It was just boop, cut and run. Yeah, that's probably and that's be and and that was struggle for the first year or two to get them acclimated to that. But then at the high school level, what we're seeing is all these kids who don't give a crap about anything in their class because they're going to get a second chance to do it. They're going to get another chance and another chance and another See, chance. I didn't know that Common Core was something about chances. I thought it was. Just well, it's part grading. of this grading policy that Common Core. Is in is is melded with in our school, okay, and I don't okay. know if other schools are doing it, but I hate it. Okay, I okay. hate it because it's so that's, not. That's two different things. That it's are it's two that are melded, okay, okay. and it's when we went to we moved because we lived in Darien until two years ago. Yeah, so my son started Common Core third fourth grade so he had already gotten that far and been doing things the traditional way yeah and then had to flip the switch and it wasn't well done but even their grading policy had changed once he hit the junior high level there so i feel like that was all that was all a mess but i mean the be all end all is that there are several different ways that people learn anyway yeah so i mean and we're even seeing that in the corporate world too i mean technology is everywhere we have to embrace it no matter what so i think we're way better now i mean when we were when we were kids in 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 grammar school and stuff like that i think they were just getting a handle on someone who was dyslexic yes and we're better armed for that oh yeah yeah we're way totally come at it from different angles Mm -hmm. and then we can the kid that's dyslexic we know that he can learn left brain right however that works we have one who's dyslexic and they're a adapting how he learns right, from him. Right, right. Yep. And that, that kid doesn't fall through the cracks now. That kid mm-hmm. can get the degree. He, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I think that there was plenty of guys that were, so that's the sour part that I see with people that grew up at our age that would be like now, well, I was no good at school before. 
And the reason why was well, actually something right. that went missed. The way you were being taught and that something that went missed. They mm-hmm. didn't realize you were dyslexic. They didn't realize, you know, all this other stuff. Or you're just a jackass when you were a kid. Well, and we had our share of jackasses, yes, too. Yes, right, 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 right. Like I said, I was there for the girls. <laughs> that, that was what I was there for. So, Yeah, know. but I still remember you being nice, so don't even. Although I'm a girl, so. No, right, 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 right. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, is your priorities completely change. Yes. And education has changed and everything else mm-hmm. so like nobody should ever i encourage everyone to it, it, maybe it's not you know that you're not going to go out and get the same degrees that no. you did and stuff like that but if you can do anything to better yourself and i mean yep. if it's the smallest thing in the world for me like i don't even look at it like uh, a lot of things i look at uh more like a byproduct um mm-hmm. so like the german thing like i was yeah. doing that and the byproduct was my brain was working more and everything yes. else was good but i needed something to occupy my time i mean you know i'm not well gonna... even if you go one class at a time just to do something you know right. you can do right. that too right. i mean Pornhub's only got so much to offer so. yeah right <laughs> hey i've cleaned my son's internet cookies don't get me started i can't even imagine <laughs> i did that's so I don't parent that way at all. Like I don't. Um, no, I had to that, fix the computer, and right, and, right, and so sure, it was, right, I was right. like, "Oh Lord!" I have no idea what my sons look at online. I don't do any, and I sometimes I think maybe I'm missing the boat on it, but I have no desire or anything to look look at their social media. They're on Instagram. They're my on kids Snapchat, are too. Yep. All that, all that. Other they shit. barely use Facebook. Right, right. Oh yeah, you know, well, old they, people use Facebook. Yeah, well, yeah, we use LinkedIn Besides and Facebook. Besides that, if you were if you were 19 years old and you looked at what was going on on Facebook, I am 47 and I go through Facebook and I'm like, why am I on here? Can you think of all the dumb shit we did that it's glad that we don't have it I, documented? I, I go on Facebook now and I'm, I'm seriously looking. I'm scrolling for somebody that's got something interesting that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I could talk to him on a yeah, podcast sure, sure. because I'm so tired of this nonsense. There's a uh, there was a uh, wrestling um, one that was the, the, like a, someone just posted part of it, but I was like, listen, mm-hmm. there was a uh, girl in Texas. Her name was Mackenzie when she was born. They're calling him Mac now. He's transitioning yeah. to be a male. And I don't believe that Mac is using any. You can't use performance enhancing drugs in high school. They test for him. Mm-hmm. So the, lives in Texas and. The meme is always that the the, the knuckleheads who never look at anything but post the meme, mm-hmm. uh, they think it's a boy wrestling girls. It's not. Texas is conservative. Mm-hmm. The conservatives are making him, who is transitioning to be a boy, wrestle girls. The kid is like a two or three time state champion, mm-hmm. kicks the shit out of the girls, wants to wrestle boys. The state won't let him wrestle boys. Ugh. So... They're upset about this thing, these, these you know, conservatives, because they're not conservative. You, if you're a Trumpster, that's he's not a conservative. You're not a conservative. You're just a Republican and a, <laughs> An uh, asshole? drinking the Kool-Aid, <laughs> whatever you're doing. But this kid, my thing is, is listen, this Mackenzie Mack that he wants to be called now, mm-hmm. I have all respect in the world for that person. If you want to be called if you if you believe you were born in the wrong skin mm-hmm. hey i feel bad for you i'm not gonna pick on you you got a hard enough road to hoe as it is because of the situation you're in mm-hmm. but wrestling is a sport that if you're technically good at it you'll win there are no state champions that aren't technically good at it mm-hmm. this person is male female what transitioning to be a male is kicking the shit out of the girls there obviously 
He's done the work. He's done mm-hmm. the time to be good at it. He wants to wrestle with the boys, but right. the state won't let him. So, like, I, there's no harm at this. Now, the other part of it where there's it makes my brain hurt, there are dudes who are getting into powerlifting and trans, they're identifying as women and they're they're breaking records in powerlifting for women. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense to me. No. Like, why are you breaking records and why do you care? Like, you're a dude. You've been a dude for 30 years. Mm-hmm. It doesn't count. That's not the same. So I get that. Like, you can't ruin women's powerlifting because yeah. you're trying to cheat if that's your motive. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, well, motivation so, is a big factor in anything we do, you know? That, I mean, sure, that's what it sure. comes down to. Right, right, right. And right. I was definitely highly motivated. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I didn't mean to spite. No, no, no. Spurs off. Uh, that's, that's all good. It's right, all good. Right, right. But, uh, anything else that, I mean, cause like I said, I would highly encourage people to, when you found your online stuff, you just, Googled it, went online well, and started looking for it. was for... a little bit more than that, but yeah, I mean, once you start looking, I'm going to warn you, the algorithms kick in and you start seeing the shit in your feed left yeah. and right for the different schools. So I did have a um, colleague when I was first looking at going back to school. He, he went to one of the very first online programs and his college doesn't exist anymore. So he expressed with me and, and shared some of his... Uh, findings, you know, he he went through the struggle that you had referred to earlier about, you know, hey, my school doesn't exist anymore, so it's not like I could get a transcript. People weren't recognizing the degree in some spots, and so you you had that struggle early on. It's not as much of a thing, but like I said, if people are looking at a school and they see one they're interested in, all they have to do is look it up on the Department of Education's website, right, and look for accreditation. There's a, a big link in the middle. It says, look up a school. And you can type the school's name in and read about the accreditation. And just to give you some facts and figures on that, like when I looked up um, Western Governors, where I got my bachelor's and my master's, um, they're a nonprofit school. They were... Right, which is hugely important because yeah. the profit motive makes it cost... The tuition is yeah, much higher. Way much higher, right. So unfortunately, had they offered doctoral programs, I would have went to Western Governors again, but they don't. So... Um, they're accredited through the Distance Education Accrediting Commission for 11 years. And then they voluntarily withdrew from that to become accredited by another organization. You never want to see that they were, it was involuntary. Oh, like right. in the case of Argosy, sure, that sure, was very, sure. very sure. involuntary. Right, 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 so right, right. Northwest Commission on Colleges and Universities, they've been accredited there since 2003. So that's still a long-term accreditation. I think they're up for review again this fall. So then I go and I look further. I click on that and I say, okay, let's go to that website and see what other schools are there. So Western Governors University has got Brigham Young is the same accrediting body. Eastern Oregon. So you can't just read Yelp Concordia. Reviews. No, no Yelp for that. <laughs> Gonzaga University is in, is accredited by the same body. So once I started to see like UNLV, University of Montana, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, those are legit schools. Yeah, right. So to be in the same 
family as that, to me, I'm like, that means something. Yeah. You right. know, if, if you're, you're getting a certificate that gets you in the door mm-hmm. and you got to do the work afterwards, you need that. I mean, you Just, probably can't stress how much, how important the accreditation is. It is. Right. Um, regionally accredited. Uh, that was the phrase I kept looking for. And I don't honestly remember why I was told to look for that. But I feel like it had something to do with how much more widely accepted your degree would be if you transferred. Sure. So I can't go to Mexico to get my proctology degree. <laughs> well, you know, um, I guess it just depends on the school's agreements. You know, like when I went to College of DuPage, a lot of those courses were, they had um, agreements with the schools all over, the four-year schools, where this would guarantee transfer, this would guarantee transfer. Sure. So that was helpful, too. The nice thing about Western Governors is when I came to them with my associate's degree from COD, they're like, we'll do a degree audit for you, and we'll bring in as much of this as we can, and they would cross-reference and see what aligned with what. And so I came in at the level I should have been. There was nothing really for me. I think one course didn't transfer and it was an elective anyway, so I wasn't really now, worried about it. How like so? My boys, they like I try and I, I base everything on my my background in sure. construction. Okay, so if if I showed up on a job and the the homeowner really doesn't know what they want, but we've got a pile of lumber there and we can just start going, it's going to be a mess. But yeah. If I have like a set exact blueprint that's got every detail mm-hmm. on it, it's going to turn out beautiful because we have the exact right material here. Everything's yep. going to work out fine. And these schools do that. Okay. So that, they do that's that. what I'm interested in knowing. Like my sons, they have a pretty good direction. And if they change direction, I could, you know, like you said, mm-hmm. you flipped, you know, some of the things that you were yeah. doing, you moved. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think I could stress more how important a plan is oh, for yeah. what you're going to do. For sure. Because you'd waste a bunch of time. You know, everything's on a pathway. Mm-hmm. And if you're going like this, then you got to course correct. Well, if you don't course correct soon, you're off. From- you're, well, you're wasting money. You're on a tangent. There, it, right. You could have the perfect storm, really. Right. But that was what was cool is they go through and they have, they mapped all of it out for me. Uh, which was good. I learned a lot in this about the college process, too. So that helped me when my kids started going to school. Sure, sure, um, sure. But they would say, okay, this map to this, this map to here, this map to here. Okay, so here's what you need to finish to get your degree. Yeah. And we had all of that mapped out before I really even took the first course. Okay. So like young people, if there's parents that are listening and stuff like that, like some of the jobs coming up, like I don't really know, you know, but like I talked to my sons about, you know, being a chemical engineer or sure. being a ergonomic engineer mm-hmm. where you're making things fit better in your hands mm-hmm. and, and be useful it's like that and then like you know i told him i go every single thing this this mug is engineered that bottle's engineered yep. the park that you go to there's a mm-hmm. civil engineer that's engineering that the building's yep. a structural engineer so like those kind of things i i can kind of grasp and understand sure but to have a plan to exactly what you're going to do to to accomplish that job, I would love to see my sons do their four year degree and then the rest of it do online because yeah. then they could get well, and then they know, can get if they can do it in the competency based model, then they can get credit for the things they already know, which right. is even better. If you said this was the job, like if you said you've got some caseworkers or you know counselors that worked with you, right as mm-hmm. you went, yeah, there's always an advisor that's an advisor. on hand. Okay, yeah, right. absolutely. If you said this is the job that I want, I want to be a uh, 
you know, uh, uh, a uh, engineer in space or whatever, whatever you want to do, right? This was as long, job. yeah, as long as they have the degree path for you, yeah, yeah so absolutely. That's out the degree path, for yeah. You, as, well, the first thing would be to see if your school online even offers that. Yeah, right. So you know, obviously, some of the degree paths that they offer at Western Governors, there's some that a four-year brick and mortar who may still have an online program. They may not offer it. So it's important sure. that you know where what direction you want to go to. Like our for our kids to save costs, we're trying to push them all through two years at community college and then transfer. Yeah, sure. And so far, that's worked. Um, save some costs there. I mean, my daughter came out of uh, College of DuPage with her associate's degree and had no loans. Right. right. My, college, my daughter's at uh, College of St. Francis. Yeah. And I think she's got no, no loans right now. Mm-hmm. But I think she's... I think her plan is to do one more year. Mm-hmm. She did her first, and then she wants to go to uh, uh, the University of Illinois in Chicago. Oh, so, cool! You know what I mean? That's uh, that's a good school, right? 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 Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's not as long as the the school has your degree path. In my advice, you have an ac- in my experience, you'll have an academic advisor who can walk you through what that looks like and what needs to be taken where. Sure. So generally, the first two years, for the most part, are going to be your gen ed courses anyway. Right. So that's why a lot of people have that appeal to the two-year school, just for that reason. Sure. But if you do decide to go the other route, they usually have a plan and they say, okay, you need this many credits of this course, this many math, this many science. Then if it's your degree concentration, you need to take this particular pathway. And they'll map that all out for you. I had my degree program for each one of these degrees was online. I could look at it at any time, see what was next, what I had taken, uh, what courses were coming up. I could click and go read about what that course is going to involve. But they would have it all mapped out for you. So it's it's very much like going to see the counselor and figuring out your schedule yeah. in high school. You know, right. we had our requirements. They look at the same thing. So any any regrets like that? I mean, it, I, I wouldn't think so as far as like you wish you wouldn't have taken this for school or, or done like do you wish you would have done less? Because, I mean, I always hear these people, we're, we're in the wrestling world, and there's kids who – get to be a junior or senior and they mm-hmm. quit or they slack off and it becomes like, you know, now you're a teenager, you don't have to do as much. And coaches that are, you know, in their 30s and 40s look at those guys and they're like, listen, you're never going to regret working too hard. You're going to regret mm-hmm. the tournament you went to and you didn't prepare for and stuff like that. That's kind of where I'm at with this too, really. I think I spent so much of my 20s in the regrets that I hadn't done this all yet. I'm, do I really think in my 20s I was looking at a doctorate? No. But I definitely wanted to get my college done. When I was younger, I had a list. So when I got out of high school, you know, I had a list of things I wanted to do and when I wanted to have them done. Yeah. And for me, like the holy crap moment was I hit 25 and I had put that list away and I was unpacking a box and I found my list and I looked at it and I literally sat there and started crying because I had done none of it. Right. And right. that was my regret moment. And I'm like, I got to figure out how the hell I'm turning this around. Yes, your only regret is you didn't do it sooner. Yes. Right. That is the only regret sure, I sure. have. But I mean, work wise and everything else, like with the degrees behind you now. Uh, now I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Well, but besides that, financially, you're. Oh, yeah. There, fine, there have right? been like, incentives. Yep, yes. Yep, yep, I yep. mean, with the degree comes the experience, and yes, usually comes the paycheck. Um, like I said, I started my career with the firm. I was, I reported to the senior manager of L&D at the time, came in designing courses for the firm. 
then later on I got my own direct report so I had two of us on the design team and now we've shifted again and now I'm the lead for the entire learning team and we have five of us on the team now and it's growing and probably going to shift again because just like um, people change our dynamic in the firm is changing and as we grow we need to adapt to meet the learners needs and I think that's the other piece of the lifetime learning not only are our people learning we're learning and adapting with them so it's kind of a cool dynamic you come from a position too when you talk to your kids that you've accomplished it all so Mm -hmm. like I mean I see so many sports parents that are you know eating a bucket of chicken and telling their kid to cut weight and it's like you know you never did anything athletic you don't know what the kid's going through, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that with your situation, at least you can say, hey, listen, son, daughter, you're going to do all these things education-wise, these accomplishments, but you're, not, you're at least not going to do them with towing kids around and trying mm-hmm. to, you know, get all of it done that way. should be a whole lot easier for you to get it done than it yep. was for you to get it oh, done. Oh, yeah. I, I push, I, I'm not trying to be that nagging mom, but I'm like, guys, do you see what I went through? Sure. Don't do that. <laughs> right, right, right. But those are the things that build character. And oh, those are the things that I, – That's a weird dynamic where you don't um, – I went through a lot with the whole injury stuff mm-hmm. and everything else, and I don't ever want my kids to go through it. But mentally, I'm a way stronger person now yep. than I was before. I mean – you know, I'd get pissed off about some tool that broke or a flat tire or something like that. None yeah. of that shit bothers me at all anymore. Well, I've been that's, through a whole lot worse. Yeah, that's, you know, I, I look at it that same way. I'm like, all right, I got to be this time. You know what? I've been through worse than this. Pick up the big girl panties and move on, right? right, right so, right. you know, I, when I look back and see how far I've come and what I've come through, I, it's it's kind of surreal sometimes. And I don't think even that I'm done and that I've graduated has sunk in yet because I haven't actually done the walk the even walk, though the right. diploma came and i bawled like a big baby yeah you know that's great. um that's great. super impressive so i guess that was my whole my impetus though for everything really was not just the personal piece but to show the kids hey you can do it sure, sure if i sure. can do it right now at this time in my life i don't want to hear excuses so you know? if somebody was out there right now they're they're around our age you know 45 46 47 years old mm-hmm. and they have their high school diploma that's it mm-hmm how long would it take them to get somewhere where they felt like? I mean, I I, th- I would think that if you took two years worth of college, you'd feel some accomplishment. Even an associate's as, degree is right. such a huge because when I got mine, it, I was just so overwhelmed. I'm like, oh my gosh, I did it. Yeah, you know, yeah, and it was right, like right. Um, my mom and my stepfather came here from Ohio to be at graduation for me, and. Uh, then what I did, I didn't walk for my bachelor's, but I walked for my master's. And my dad came down to Georgia for that with me. Yeah. So I've had both sets of my parents there. You know, it's, it, it's, you can do it. If if I can do it, I mean, I know the overachiever stuff aside, everybody's mileage may vary, but we all have it in us. I mean, sure. I, I have friends on Facebook who are just now going back to school that we went to high school with. I'm like, hey, if I can do it, you can do it. And two years, when if you really think about things, two years is a blink. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, just I feel like it was just a couple months ago my kids were little tiny guys, and I now know. they're big, big kids. So, like, you know, <clears throat> no time is better than now because your only regret was not doing it sooner. Yep. But – you know, anybody can do this as far, not, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not exactly what you did, but anybody can mm-hmm. better themselves Absolutely. with education. Absolutely. And I think that if you're a person who is 
feeling down about you and everything else, don't buy some stupid self-help book that tells you to chant no, or anything. No, Go get something that's real. Go get a degree. Go do yeah, something with something. yourself. Something. Even, even if you go take one continuing ed- education class that isn't even in a degree path just to dip your toe back into that, yeah, right. I would totally recommend doing that. And I think that's kind of the equivalent of what I did when I went to go have that Excel class and that Word class through one of my employers. That was my first time back into any educational setting in probably 20 years. Sure. You know, so... Now, if I look at the country as a whole, which, you know, for me, I get pretty political and stuff like that. I look at it like if we want to be a better country, if you want to be a patriot and you want to make America, the USA, better than Germany, better than Russia, whatever you're trying to do then you would be promoting that we're an educated population. We need to be well-informed right. on many levels. I also think, too, a lot of the history that they forget to teach. You know, we need to keep teaching that, talking about the things that happened in the oh, past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, sure, sure, sure. We, we need to continue to get our kids to learn from their mistakes. Well, the problem is most of you are getting their history from MSNBC or Fox News, <laughs> and that's that only tells you one part of the history, and that'll make your view on the world totally well, skewed. Well, it skews it, yeah, that's absolutely. Right. So, I mean, No good. No, I mean, that's that like I saw something in the Facebook feed today, I think, where they had had a Holocaust survivor come in and actually speak to the kids. And I'm like, there needs to be more of that. And the point was that that'll be one of the last generations. This generation will be one of the last generations to be able to talk to live survivors mm-hmm. who were there. Oh, I think they should you have know. civil rights people come oh, through yeah. and talk to them because, you know, there's we got people with tiki torches chanting Jews will not replace <laughs> us. And, yep. stuff like that. and some people are saying there's very fine people on both yeah. sides. There's not yeah. very fine people standing next to those people <laughs> because history showed us that that's a bad path and it, and it all comes down to education yeah no right. matter education. what level it is sure, i mean sure, sure. it's we're always going to be learning something well in the states if you go through there's a there's a coalition that you can make with states like uh mississippi's the least educated state they in the are country. i've seen that right and they are also the fattest sickest highest diabetes the lowest income Mm -hmm. like it's all collated with that stuff if you go to some of the highest educated you know people in the states in the country they're going to be the healthiest they're going to they've done Mm -hmm. things to better themselves so like if we want our country to be a better place then let's make it learn something yes let's make it all learn something (laughs) to do something like that and then i look at these politicians and you know, you always run into the things that the Bernie Sanders that wants to make the and okay. So, the problem is, is if it can't be whittled down to a one sentence soundbite, mm-hmm. then people can't understand it, which drives me absolutely up the fucking wall. One hundred and forty characters in Twitter. You oh mean? yeah, yeah. Well, that you're right. But the the free college thing for the Bernie Sanders stuff, he's not saying that you could go as far as you went and pay not have it paid for. He's saying four more years. Your four, your regular four-year degree mm-hmm. should be what we used to consider the twelfth grade high school. Yep. We're just going to make state and not all schools. Just, no, there would still be private, right? Just public, just like there's still private schools mm-hmm. for high school that you can yeah, choose yeah. to pay for. But he would just make state schools funded through another four years. So the sixteenth grade would be funded if you chose to do that path. If you want to go to Harvard, 
go to Harvard. That's fine. You're going pay to pay for it, for buddy. It. Right, exactly. <laughs> but if you don't, you should be able to get this higher education. And that, to me, makes the world, not the world, that well, it does the world too, but the country a better place because we're more educated and less strapped with debt. Well, there, yeah, that. there's too many kids who, after that four years is up, they have to move back home for four more years right, because right. they need to get the job to pay for the loans. Right, but when we say nothing's free... But either our aircraft carriers or jets or tanks, but those people don't worry about that stuff getting mm-hmm. paid for. We don't need that as much as we do no. education. And by by whatever means that it's legitimate and necessary, really. Right, I mean, right, right. the legitimacy is the, the big piece. You know, make sure whatever you're doing is accredited, however you get there. Sure, but, sure. But, yeah, would, it, would I like to have four years of my loans lopped off? Absolutely. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> now, so do you walk around real snooty in front of everyone you're related I to? I do not. <laughs> um, like I said, I, I think on some levels totally it hasn't. Totally not getting your monies out of that. Totally hasn't sunk in yet, you know. Um my family is obviously very proud of me. I, yeah, I it's 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 cool, you yeah. know. Um, but like I like I said, I think it's still kind of surreal for me. It hasn't sunk in. Okay, I'm not doing it. I'm still like, oh, it's Sunday night. Oh wait, I don't have a paper due tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done with great, that. Well, we're an hour and forty minutes. Oh, look at us! So hopefully, you got plenty of stuff. Yeah, we got plenty of stuff. Well, I don't really want to. The podcast, I don't edit them down. Cool. I, I go through them. I mean, a couple of them, there's been, uh, you know, a couple of things that someone said that they could like, ah, I wish I didn't say that guy's name. I'll go yeah. take that out. But otherwise, you know. I try I not to name names. <laughs> I, you know, when I first started doing it, I was like not naming names. But um, some of them, not for this one, because I didn't think that I could get, when it's a controversial thing or something that's yeah. really specific to a certain thing, I put out for questions. Sure. And when I get the questions, I, I'll mention the person's sure. name and ask sure. the question and everything else. And then, you know, the people that I goof on that if I goof on anybody, they better know that I like that person personally. Oh, sure. That's why I goof on them. Sure. I would never goof on anybody that I didn't like. So, <laughs> no, that's good. Well, goof away then. Right, right, right. Why do I you know, like a goofed on Tom Walsh a little, you know, early yeah, in the thing? Yeah, yeah. Like, I like the guy. He's fine. It's just, you know, his view of something to me is yeah. just, you know, hilarious. Yeah. So, uh, but anyways, um, I think it was good. I, I yeah, really learned awesome. a lot. Um, makes me think that I should uh, find an online course. I and, think uh, you should. I think you'd do great. I, I you know... I probably like my. I need a path correction then because taking on this podcast, it's 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 a little more work than I thought it was going to be. As sure. far as like just doing it, like it's just not done, and then like the internet doesn't work the way that I would want it to. So like I can't it doesn't just go live. I got to sure. like edit it all and then download mm-hmm. it all. And these YouTube videos that are two hours long, they take fourteen hours to upload to mm-hmm. the freaking internet and everything else. But I sign off on every one of them to. If you like what I'm doing, please subscribe to my channel. I don't do this for money. I'm just doing it so that, you know, I see people that are taking a look at it. If you have any feedback, negative or positive, I'd like to hear it. Um, uh, my goal is to get better at interviewing people. I, you know, oh, started I thought you did doing, great. Well, Thank thanks. you. Thanks. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, um, and I don't think we put anyone to sleep. I certainly don't feel that way. Um, the podcast version is available on itunes google play stitcher all all the places you can find a podcast um yeah let me know what you think and if you're somebody who knows something about something look for me on social media connect with me and and i'll talk to you about what you know about (laughs) awesome well thanks thanks. for having me bill
It's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. Hope you had the time of your life So take the photographs and steel frames in your mind Hang it on the shelf in good health and good times Tattoos and memories and that skin on Something unpredictable, but in the end that's right. I hope you had the time of your life. Something and but in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life It's something unpredictable But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life